there, and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will guide you through a movie each and every month. There's a theme, and as it's April, I'm doing April Fools or prank movies. No, I'm not doing the April Fools movies, as I've already covered them. Check my archives. But prank movies, dear God, this is very slim pickings here, my God. I mean, some of these movies are fucking terrible. I mean, I think it's going to get so bad, I'm going to do bloody, what's his name, jackass movies? Oof. God almighty. First up, I'm doing a movie I have never heard of, let alone seen before. Don't hang up. I know a little to nothing about this. Oh, it's an YouTube prankster going too far and someone taking a revenge. Looking at the cast, it's a bunch of freshly scrubbed Hollywood starlets and wannabes. So I'm not going to hold up much bloody well hope. I like to know something here. Are YouTube prank channels still a thing? Or has YouTube clamped down on them so all these little fucking fuckwits on, on these YouTube prank channels have all fucked off to the cesspit of the internet known as TikTok? Anyway, answer the call and don't hang up. Oof, terrible. With a budget of unknown, this thing pulled in $332,571. The cast, Greg Salkin and Garrett Clayton. Directored, directed, directors are Damien Mark and Alexis Wijbrecht. I can't pronounce his name. First time directors. And these two are visual effects people. God help me. Anyway, <clears throat> the plot. Two YouTube pranksters go too far on a prank. So the person that... The then the prank on takes revenge. Things go from bad to worse when people start dying. Who is the killer? Who will survive? Why am I doing this? How did it get this bad so fast? Oh my god. Find out here. So, after the schnazzy film logos of series I've never really heard of, this opens up on a digital alarm clock showing 3.23am as a woman's cell phone rings. She is Mrs. Colbeen, played by Sienna Gilroy. She's awakened from her sleep. Yeah, fuck that. If my phone rings at 3.25am, and go to bloody voicemail. Anyway, she's told it's the police and someone is in her house. Not to panic, but follow the instructions to the T. There is a man slash men in her house. Now, first up, hang the fuck up because police will not call your cell phone. Second up, there is no flashing lights outside your house. So, I'm guessing there's no actual police cars. And third up, get a fucking light. I swear to all that is fucking holy in this godforsaken fucking dimension reality. This room is so dark you can't see shit. In fact, that's my main problem with this entire movie. You can't see fucking shit. I mean, I don't know if they have budget for CGI effects. They have budget for a fucking light bulb. Anyway, also, if this was real, sure the robbers would have heard the cell phone ringing slash her answering the fucking phone. I mean, uh, anyway, they get her to lock the door to her bedroom and ignore her child next door. So she does so by pushing a huge chest of drawers blocking the door. The, quote, police then tell her she is safe and her kid is safe, but then seconds later tell her her kid is dead. This woman is understandably beside herself with fear and grief. But not to worry, it's just a prank, bruh. Oh, God. You know what? 
Fuck you, fuck this prank culture, this is not fucking funny. What is it that shit that these so-called pranksters do? I mean, look at the quote, king of pranksters, Sam Peppard. Since when the fuck is sexual assault a prank? Or faking your best friend's death? Fuck that section of society, they're nothing but sick of the fucks and waste of spunk. Their mother should have swallowed them and their daddy should have shot on her tits. I mean, for fuck's sake. I blame YouTube, TikTok, Vine and Instagram for the state of this ridiculous generation. They're nothing but vain, money-hungry, brainless, soulless little fucking twats. That should have been told no a long time ago. Yet the society praises them and puts them on pedestals. Fuck them and fuck this godforsaken society. Moving on. It shows the pranksters high-fiving themselves, practically blowing themselves over the sick jokes. They are Sam Fuller, played by Greg Sulkin, who I've never seen before. And he is, yes, I just looked him up, a Disney kid, so you know he's got fucked up stuff. I mean, for crying out loud. Next up is Bradley, or sorry, Brady, Manion, played by Garrett Clayton. Again, a former Disney star, and I've seen him in one other thing. King Cobra, and he is mediocre in that. And then we have Roy, played by Edward Killingback. Never worked again, never heard of him. And finally, we have Jeff Mosley, played by Jack Brett Anderson. Never saw him in anything, and he's just a bland, boring, pretty boy. These sick little fucks are reveling in the fact they put this poor woman through hell for a stupid fucking YouTube video. Fuck these little assholes, I hope they all die a horrible death. We find out these wastes of a twitch in their daddy's pants. YouTube or Liberty V, because I'm guessing YouTube would have sued the pants off this fucking movie. Um, not want to be shown in a bad light, because YouTube's the saviour of the society. Fuck off. It's called Prank Monkey 69, because of course it is. This one video has millions of views from equally fucked up pretty boys, and this fucker goes viral. I love how they use stock footage of pretty boy bland actors slash models reacting to this video slash sharing it with a click. We also find out these douche nozzles prank themselves, such as getting one drunk and then placing in a shower while holding a shit. Really? Because that's hilarious. Or walking in a wind having sex. Because, again, that's all hilarious stuff, I think you'll agree. We also see footage through fucking... Brady's shit-eating grin, the same fucking one Dave Franco has. That Jeff wants to bang Sam's girl for a three-way prank, because apparently that's hilarious. And I get the feeling this might actually come back to bite him in the ass, but I'm not sure that one. As a girlfriend is not having it. Give her love. Dump this asshat and find somebody who doesn't want to make you to fucking a view for the quote victims. Anyway, up pops the titles. Don't hang up. Oi. As outside their early house, a white van pulls up, and he has a camera of his own trained on the house. I gotta say, I love the CGI zoom shot of the camera going through the camera of this guy and zooms through the keyhole, then spins around and goes right into the living room. Now I get it, you're visual folks, let's see your bag of tricks here. Inside we meet Sam, playing a sad song, looking at pictures of his girlfriend, Peyton, put by Bella Dane. She's a former Miss Germany. Jeff, who I think broke them up, and himself. Nope, I don't feel sorry for you, because it's called Karma. Look it up, sweetheart. He stalks her Facebook page, seeing her relationship status has been changed. Oh no, what will a douche boy do? He's all heartbroken and boo Oh, fuck off. 
he sees he has a friend request from a girl called Izzy, played by Cammy Wilkins, but he's too heartbroken to put his arm to even care and just deletes it. Meanwhile, outside the house, all of the doors are being tried. Someone's trying to get inside the house. His phone rings, so he answered it to watch your favourite scary movie. Oh, sorry, do nothing <clears throat> because it's talking on screen. It's Brady. He's filming his heartbreak for views because fuck him. Uh, he is a soulless little cunt. Brady tells him he and Peyton are over. So what does he suggest Sam to do? Why throw a party? After all, mommy and daddy are out of town for the weekend. Woo, rebels. Sam's having none of it. Seems a little dear has found emotions and can't deal with them. And oh no, camera has final cut over her and slapped across his pretty boy face. So suck it up, buttercup. Barbie, I can't tell these two fucking douche parts apart. They're both bland pretty boys with douche bro haircuts and ridiculous clothes. At least one of them has to be blonde for fuck's sake. I mean, the two are dark haired pretty boy douchebags. I think you'll tell the difference because one's wearing joggy bottoms and the other one's wearing jeans. I mean, <sighs> grey joggers like that for God's sake, it's ultimate douche. So Brady's plan is to get wasted on light beer and then do prank calls all night recording them for their channel because that's a fucking brilliant plan there. Uh, by the way, both these little twats are supposed to be 17, yet both are 25, looking every inch of 20 fucking five. My God. So Brady, or good time Brady, as he calls himself, oh, for fuck's sake, what the shit. Uh, invites the quote boys over to do prank call drunken party, but Sam wants none of it. Also, it's dropped that none of the quote boys are going back to Brady all day. Oh no, something's dropped. Cut to half a dozen drinks later, and both are now drunk. I've seen porn start like this with better fucking acting. So, Brady starts the prank calls as Sam records them, giggling and laughing like a little fucking schoolgirl. It's a pizza shop. Sam is pissed because it's in his neighbourhood. Also, it's a thing for the pizza delivery girl. So, Brady orders a large pepperoni to the old guy across the street. Well done there, genius. I mean, it's the same fucking... Uh, dialing code for crane on moving on. Q scene after scene of these little fucks prank calling number after number with more and more elaborately outrageous things said, such as Brady calling some guy's wife telling her she's her husband's rent boy and she has an STD because that's hilarious. Or Sam calling someone saying their daughter died in a multi-car pileup. The fuck is wrong with these people? Or telling someone they have cancer. Or calling a virgin out. Holiday shit, I think you'll agree. Oh, and by the way, editor, please don't put a time slash date stamp up if it's two years before this movie is fucking set. It's 2016, not 2014, yet an intro, it shows a video from 2015. So what is it, Sam and Brady are going back in time, they're that fucking drunk because the they put some ridiculous prank video up of the cancer victim. No, it wasn't. It was the virgin. And it's date stamped 2014. Yeah, it's supposed to be 2016. How the f- Oh my god, this movie is so fucking bad. Anyway, suddenly someone answers their call and bursts their drunk buzz. He calls himself Mr. Lee, played by Parker Sawyers, who tells them not to hang up or he'll cut them like a fish. Oh, sorry. He'll come over there and cut their smug grin off their faces. 
I get an editor, don't show a landline phone, yes folks, a landline, aka a house phone, with a call timer, because if you're going to fuck around with the call time, then it won't bloody well work. It goes from 25 seconds to a minute and two seconds in one fucking second. Well done, editor. Anywho, Brady hangs up and screams, suck his dick, then calls across the street neighbour, Larry, played by Robert Goodman, to prank him, telling him he's neighbourhood watch and to be on the lookout for fake pizza delivery guys that will rob the house. The pizza uh, guy shows up and just happens to be Jeff as Larry attacks him with a baseball bat. Sam and Brady are loving this, recording it, until Jeff spots him and goes over there to kick their smuggled fucking asses. Because it seems everything is a fucking joke to these two douche nozzles. Anyway, so Sam stops him and pays for the pizza and then asks about Peyton. And with that, Jeff runs off, not saying a bloody well word. So what's happening here with him and Peyton? So the both douche boys share the food. And here Brady shows Sam a marine tattoo, saying he's done up after high school. Because I'm sure you'll fucking fit right in there, you little fucking asswipe. Telling Sam he'll never get into film school as his grades are the shits. So Marines are his only choice. He then continues, this is his last chance to prove he's not a fuck up. Wait, what's that? Character development? Nah, it can't be, this is a cheap slasher. Get the fuck out of here with character development. The phone rings again. It's Mr. Lee, who takes down Brady in one second, saying he has daddy issues and mommy issues. Also, their night is going to hell. Don't hang up. So, with that, Brady slams a phone down. He calls back. This time, they don't answer and watch a movie. The camera hangs on the home phone as it rings with missed call after missed call. As Sam and Brady are in fast-forward blurred motion. Five missed calls later, with Sam recording Brady answering the call all cocky until Mr. Lee tells him he knows everything about these two little fuckers. The shoe is on the other foot. They like this prank call. Because, why would they? Hmm. Anyway, note, the movie um, movie they are watching is Red Balloon. The director, director's rather, film school short. So you know this is shit. <clears throat> anyway, someone's at the front door. Suddenly, out of nowhere, Brady has a baseball bat. Like, seriously, one minute he has a beer bottle and the next second he has a fucking baseball bat. Sam arms off a glass bottle and they approach the front door. It's Peyton delivering a pizza they never ordered. <gasps> she is pissed as Jeff texts the pizza shop saying he is sick. So she's stuck doing deliveries all night and they are swamped. Sam wants to kiss and make up. So cue Brady filming it. I mean, really mate. The phone rings so she runs off to go to work. Brady answers the phone, leaving Sam upstairs with blue balls. So Brady screams at Mr. Lee to leave them alone. Things then turn sinister as he knows about Peyton, as Brady then hangs up. Then quizzes Sam as to what is happening with him and Peyton. She is still pissed at him and Sam. I can't think why. Maybe you shouldn't have tried to have a threesome and film it. I mean, mm, I'm not sure. So Brady's cell phone gets a text. It's from Mr. Lee. Warning not to hang up. This spooks them both because Mr. Lee knows Sam's home phone number, address, Peyton and Brady 
Brady's uh, home address and indeed his brand new cell phone number. They think it's Jeff playing the pranks. Second later, Mr. Lee sends a Snapchat uh, message saying, It's not Jeff! A photo is sent of someone tied to a chair. Sam's home phone rings again. It's Mr. Lee. He then sends Brady a picture of his parents stripped to underwear and tied to a chair. They are Mr. Magnon, played by Alex D, and Mrs. Magnon, played by Jane Ryle. Mr. Lee tells them, now the games begin. Don't hang up. Sam hangs up and tells Brady they're still in their own bloody home. So call the cops and get over there and get out of this thing for safety. Mr. Lee calls back, so Sam hangs up again. And then they call the cops. Too bad Mr. Lee has hacked into their phone line and is taking the call down to be the police. He then mocks them and hangs up. So Sam uses Brady's cell phone to call the cops. But the same thing happens. So this Mr. Lee guy is now a tech whiz. So Brady wants to run next door to call the cops, but Mr. Lee sends a photo message saying if he does, his parents are now dead. Sam notices his web camera, camera, his web camera, his laptop webcam is on. Mr. Lee has hacked in and he is watching them taking glee. So he's now a master hacker? Kidding. Mr. Lee calls again, telling them since they like playing God, let's play a game. Oh, sorry, that was Saw. I want to play a game. <clears throat> Moving on. As the TV cuts to static, then shows a video of Roy, aka Prank Monkey 16, tied to a wooden fence, bloodied, battered, and bruised. As Mr. Lee walks into shot wearing a cheap Halloween face mask, he tells them this is his last time on camera and then wraps his head in plastic and he chokes to death. So, Kiran. So this Mr. Lee guy is now a master hacker. He can hack into smart TVs then. Sam tearfully screams, Stop it! As Roy dies. Cut to a live feed of Brady's parents as Mr. Lee tells them it's game night. With that, he plunges the house into darkness because apparently they've got smart lights in this house. <laughs> Brady's cell phone bleeps. It's a Snapchat video of Jeff tied upside down and bleeding. Sam notices the camera on the TV is... Active and ass. Why? By the way, this is when the smart TVs have a bloody camera. Suddenly, an upstairs light goes on. So both boys check it out. The back door then pops up. Uh, I mean, the, the back door later pops on. So Ch Sam checks the bedroom or what will be the back door. He has to pick. He picks the upstairs, leaving Brady alone downstairs. The second he takes the stairs, the lights go out again. He checks all the rooms in the pitch fucking dark. Hello, mate. You have a cell phone. Use the light on the fucking cell phone. Oh, my God. He hears noises all around as he checks out his room. It's completely empty. He looks under the bed as the camera turns upside down right, right way up. It zooms out the window onto the white van outside, which is now completely empty. It then zooms from the van back inside the living room where Mr. Lee mocks Brady for being a fucking coward. Also, he makes him a deal. If he ties up Sam and kills him, he'll let him and his parents live. If not, they all die tonight. Meanwhile, Sam is upstairs following a noise to his parents' room and he finds a Roomba stuck in a closet. So he runs downstairs to say, This house is clean. Sorry, <clears throat> the house is clean. So he runs to the back door, which is somehow locked, even though it wasn't locked earlier, to find Jeff's 
dead body falling and hung by their neck with plastic bag around his head. He unbags and unties him, but it's too late. He's long dead. Meanwhile, Brady is just standing there, staring at the TV screen, not even reacting. Sam is screaming for help as Brady just stands there as Sam weeks up for Jeff, uh, Jeff's dead body. And that is just cold, Brady, you little fuck. That was like, let's go then, go back on. Sam is rightfully pissed at Brady. Why couldn't he have went to the back door while Sam upstairs before Mr. Lee talked to him instead of just standing like a fucking twat? Anyway, Sam washes off Jeff's blood. Oh, did I mention? Mr. Lee slit his throat before hanging him. As you do. As Brady just stands there staring into the living room. The home phone rings, Brady answered it. Sam demands to put it on loudspeaker, but Brady says no. He then hangs up, saying Mr. Lee tells him it's time. Sam, or his parents. This selfish, sick little fuck picks himself, telling Sam to run away with him. Sam says nope. So on the TV is a live feed of outside the house. And it's Peyton's kidnapping. Sam freaks the fuck out as Brady tells him to run for it. Sam says no and cue a fucking truly atrociously bad fight choreographed where Brady punches Sam in the balls and goes to walk out. So Sam jumps on his back and they both fall onto a glass table. Sam is wounded here. So he grabs Brady's leg as he goes to leave and he smacks his head off the staircase. The TV springs back on to show a video of Peyton tied up and beaten. So Sam begs to let her go. So Mr. Lee tells him to kill Brady. Mr. Lee tells him he's free to walk out. But if he does, she dies. Brady dies. Brady's parents die. Everyone dies. Sam thinks about leaving. Then looks at the knocked out Brady. Grabs a knife from the kitchen and thinks about it. He then throws the knife down and instead grabs duct tape and tapes Brady to the staircase. No wait, it turns onto a zip tie. Anyway, he tells him this is for Peyton and indeed his parents. Okay then. Brady then demands to be set free. Sam says no, he knows the deal Mr. Lee made him. It's the same one he just made Sam. The lights go out again. Sam walks away. The TV then springs to life, showing a badly edited video of Roy's death, Peyton tied up, Jeff's body, and Mr. Lee's cheap Halloween mask zoomed onto the eye sockets. It then cuts off. Mr. Lee is then standing in the shadows. Zoinks! Sam's laptop starts singing the Mockingbird song. Now that, um, what was it? Mama's gonna buy you a diamond ring. Did it and that shit. Then the TV springs to life, showing a video of a little girl saying she misses her daddy. Sam realises it's the same girl from the friend request, even though she was a teenager in that picture, but now it's a little girl, but moving the fuck on. On the Facebook page, the picture is of, on the, the, the little girl's that is, Facebook page, it shows pictures of the, quote, boys at a mall on holiday, messing around, etc, etc. Also a video of Brady and Preston having sex. On his birthday, in his bed. God, that's cold. She then finds a camera and goes apeshit. God, this Brady is a nasty, selfish, egotistical piece of fucking work. Just fucking wow. As he gloats, he has a second hidden camera. Wow. So Sam runs over and kicks him square in the balls. 
Then Brady slut shames her, saying she, she was begging for it. The fuck? What a little fucking ass whip he is. So Sam punches him, so Brady kicks him in the face and breaks his nose. So Sam walks up to the kitchen to wash it off. Now hold on a second to you. That video was up for over a year, yet Facebook still has them has the video up of the two having sex. Fucking bullshit. Anyway, the lights then go back on. Sam screams at the TV to see Peyton. Mr. Lee tells Sam to kill Brady. After all, it's what he deserves. Sam thinks about it until he notices the clock on the wall showing the video of uh, Brady's parents, because the video cuts back to Brady's parents, is 8.30pm, when it is indeed 10.25pm. It is not live. So Sam demands Mr. Lee walk into the quote live feed. The TV then dies. The home phone rings. It's Mr. Lee demanding Sam kill Brady or else. Sam grabs the knife and cuts Brady free. Then demands a live feed of Peyton and Brady's parents. With Brady free, Mr. Lee tells them they've both been pranked. And then shows a video of all the shit they've been put through. Then a, a video of Brady's dead parents. The video continues showing what he was filming while Sam and Brady were going through hoops, such as him kidnapping Peyton and killing Jeff. The lights go out yet again. This time it's for the final act. Sam, now armed for baseball bat, searches the house. Brady stops him telling him Peyton is likely dead too, adding for him and Sam to run for it as they can just get the cops. Sam says no, they're both going to leave or not at all. So with that, he opens the front door and Brady throws Sam out into the pissing rain and just walks into the dark living room. Sam sees the pizza delivery car is still outside, so checks it out. And indeed, the white van, both are empty. Meanwhile, inside the house, Brady leaves via the back door. In the back of the white van, Sam finds Peyton. He unties her and runs for it, even though the van was empty seconds earlier. But editing. Outside, Brady finds a half-naked Jeff sitting on a swing set, long dead. So who is lying on the floor in the back staircase? <gasps> So much? Hmm. Mr. Lee then sneaks up behind him and we hear screams as Sam tells Peyton to call the cops. He runs back to save Brady. Sam finds Jeff's dead body, which you can see he's still fucking breathing in the cold, dark air. But moving on, he's sitting on his swing set, half naked. Why is he half naked? So goes inside, finding a large pool of blood. He follows it into the pitch dark living room. The living room has been trashed. He hears noises come upstairs, so checks it out, and then spots Peyton outside, so runs out. He immediately jumps him from behind, stabbing him and then slashing his arms while taking a bat shot to the gut. Sam beats the ever-loving fuck out of him with the baseball bat and then slams him to the ground, grabbing the knife and stabbing him through the heart. As Peyton just stands there, screams like a useless banshee. He then sees Mr. Lee's arm. It's Brady's tattoo. Sam screams, no! Pulls the mask off and finds Brady has his mouth taped shut. In that case, why the fuck did he stab him and slash him then? The fucking shit. Anyway, Brady dies in Sam's arms. Mr. Lee comes out with the shadows. And Sam screams, why? Oh, God. Flashback to the opening prank as Mrs. Cobain... Kills her daughter and then herself with a gun. Seems the daughter was out in the kitchen getting some milk or water, whatever kids drink. 
when the wife, fearing that somebody was in the house, pulls out a gun from somewhere and shoots the little kid in a wildfire. And with the kid dead, she pulls the gun and shoots herself through the heart. So instead of going through all the shit with Sam and Brady, why not just sue YouTube, get the information from the prank monkey 69 and get all these little fucks jailed? Or, at the very least, ruin their fucking lives. Not kill two of them, kidnap a girlfriend and force one to kill the other. Saw or scream this fucking ain't. I mean, Mr. Lee then kicks Sam in the face, holds him at gunpoint as Peyton screams, No! The gun then goes off. It then cuts to the nighttime early as the camera zooms onto the house through it, through the window rather, showing the house is completely fucking trashed. Brady's sex tape is playing on the TV on a loop. Outside, the camera goes to show Sam is alive but knocked out with a gun in one hand and a knife in the other hand. Peyton is dead at the back door next to Brady. The cops show up, find Sam over Peyton's dead body, screaming, No! Cue silence, screaming as Sam is on his knees, screaming at a helicopter as the news reports the mass killings as credits mercilessly roll. So that was Don't Hang Up. This is no way as smart as it thinks it is. This feels like a cheap saw scream clone because it bloody is! The acting is porn level. The characters are hateful, selfish, nasty little fucks and I couldn't care less about them. This Mr. Lee guy is a master hacker slash text whiz but doesn't try to get the video of his wife's death taken down by Facebook. Bollocks! Or news information to get the fucking prank channel taken down. No, fuck this. This is dumb and painful to watch. I mean, this thing stumbles to a wannabe saw ending and fails fucking miserably. Even though this is only 73, actually 68 minutes long, this fucker drags just to avoid this piece of shit. I'm going to give this thing a generous 2 out of 10. Still, come back next week as I'm looking at Bad Grandpa, and then Bruno, and then God knows what else. Like I said, slim pickings. I have no idea what I'm going to do for the final weeks of April. God help me. Anyway, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at HereJohnny'sPond. Now go check out one of my other hundreds of podcasts. Uh, bye!